Welcome to the Metropolitan UMC Podcast. We're located at 3385 Metropolitan Church Road in Indian Head, Maryland, and under the leadership of Reverend Daryl K. Mason Sr. And now today's podcast. Amen. So let's take the time to go to the Word of God. Amen. So we are going to go from and coming from the book of Psalms, the fourth chapter, verses one through eight. And we praise God for the Holy Spirit. The book of Psalms. Oh, hallelujah. The book of Psalms. Four, one through eight. And when you have it, can you please type or say, Amen. And it reads, and it says, answer me when I call you my righteous God. Give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people turn my glory and the shame. How long will you love delusions and seek false gods? Verse 3. Know that the Lord has set apart his faithful servant for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Tremble and do not sin. When you are on your bed, search your hearts and be silent. Offer the sacrifices of the righteous and trust the Lord. Here we go. Many, Lord, are asking, who will bring us prosperity? Let the light of your face shine on us. Fill my heart with joy. When their gain and new wine abound in the peace in peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we shall all say thanks be to God. And amen. I just for a short while, just a short while, I want to come from the thought of affected but protected. Amen. Affected but protected amen let us pray dear lord we just thank you so much uh, for how you have brought us out today lord we thank you for this opportunity of our first outdoor gathering uh, lord we thank you for how you have continued to protect us from covid lord we thank you for the 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 miracle that you've given us of the the, the, the medical vaccination, Lord, how people are getting vaccinated and how people are being uh, protected. So right now, Father, we thank you for gathering us together in this parking lot. Lord, we thank you for those that are connected on Zoom. We th thank you for those that are connected on Facebook, our virtual audience from as far west as Killeen, Texas. From as far north as New York and uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, out on the eastern shore of Maryland and Salisbury and Hebron. 
uh, down south in Irmo, Calif, uh, Irmo, South Carolina, and uh, over there in Ashburn, Virginia, and also here in Charles County in Waldorf and in Norfolk, Virginia. Lord, we thank you for bringing us all together. And Lord, we ask now that even though we are not physically together, we pray that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you will bring us together in the holy sanctuary gather our minds gather our hearts gather our spirits so that we can hear your message and we pray that we would not only be hearers of your word but doers of your word it is in jesus name we pray and all god's people said amen and amen amen whenever springtime comes i am reminded of when i was young and as I grew from being a toddler into eight and nine years old, I began to develop a series of sniffles and sneezes. My mother was wondering what was going on. She said, boy, you always got a cold. And so I would get in trouble. Put your head in your head. You always catching colds, catching colds all the time. Took me to the doctor and it wasn't that I was always catching colds is that we discovered that I was allergic uh, allergies had not run in my family and I was one of the first ones to develop these allergies and so as the doctor talked to my mom she said well uh, the, the doctor talked talk to my mom and what we discovered was that in order for me to figure out what was going on with my allergies, I had to go take the allergy test. Now, I don't know how the allergy test is now, but the allergy test was back in the mid-70s was I had to go to the doctor and get about 20 or 30 shots in my arm. Uh, and each shot, the, the purpose of each shot was to determine which things you were allergic to. And I discovered, uh, well, I, I was, uh, one of the great things was I was not allergic to dog care, evident, because you all know I got Bishop and Gracie. Y'all don't ever hear me uh, talking about me sneezing from dog hair. But I was allergic to different types of flowers. Uh, Y'all don't ever hear me talking about me doing no gardening. That's one reason I try I try to stay away from the flowers. The, the, I, I, I had this um, allergic. And so my mother gave me strict orders she said now boy you already know that you got to stay away from flowers i said mama hey you ain't got to worry about me going there no flowers as you and so i proceeded to carry on the business of being a little black boy oh you know running around the neighborhood playing with everybody uh, and a few weeks had gone by a few weeks had gone by everything was everything was going good I, 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 I didn't have anything going on with the uh, 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 sneezing um, but one day I went with my friends to go play football in a vacant lot kind of surveyed the area because I knew that if I, I wanted to make sure that there were no flowers out uh, in the area so so I went, so uh, we went and we played, came home later that evening. Eyes was puffy, arms was red, my eyes were running. Now you see, I was at school and I had heard uh, and some of my other friends uh, 
had allergies and and one of my friends uh, had allergies to the point of where the allergic reaction would get so bad that his breathing was affected uh, to the point where it became life-threatening and so at that point I began to worry I was wondering what was gonna happen to me I my, my eyes were puffing my eyes were watering and my mother looked at my arms and said boy I told you to stay away from them flowers or oh, what's wrong is that my I, I, I said I wasn't messing with any flowers so they rushed me to the hospital so I'm there at the hospital sitting in the emergency room and so the doctor comes back and the doctor examines doctor looks at me like kind of looks at my eyes and I'm, I'm like well, well what are you gonna do what you gonna do doc I didn't say that I'm thinking that now I'm just nine years old I'm like what you gonna do doc, doctor still looking at me and the doctor said well let me go check something I'll be right back you see when when we find ourselves in situations when we're in distress when we feel that our life is on the line when things are going on in their lives and 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 when we're trying to figure out what's going to happen to us many times we can be distressed and here's the thing we call on the Lord we expect God to deliver and we're looking for an answer right then but one thing we need to know that God is already working on our situation uh, God is already working something out uh, just like I was impatient for uh, uh, the, the see see the doctor was looking at me you see God is looking at your home situation God is looking at your financial situation God is looking at your relationship situation and just because he's not giving you an answer right then doesn't mean he's not working Working on a solution as I was sitting there in the examination room of the emergency room y'all know my mom was ticked off she looked at me she said now I told you to stay away from the flowers about in my eyes were watering. I was, it was between the crying and the allergic reaction. I don't know which one it was, but my eyes was, I, well, I, I wasn't going. She said, well, where did you go? Where did you go? I was around there on Chestnut Street. Chestnut Street. She started, you know how she started. She was sitting there thinking she was eating some pistachios. They're mad at me. She's Chestnut Street. You mean that vacant lot beside the church? Yeah, mama, that's why I was at. That church is full of flowers that you are allergic to. This is what I'm talking about, y'all. When you go into situations, a lot of times you need to check before you enter them. You see, I didn't always play football on Chestnut Street. And I surveyed the situation myself and made a judgment what i should have done was check with my mama before i went out there what you're trying to say pastor a lot of times we put ourselves in relationships a lot of times we put ourselves in situations a lot of times we put ourselves in, in trials that we bring on ourselves instead of getting down on our knees and praying and asking for god's guidance uh, uh, you see even though or in my situation uh, even though i was affected God was still providing me protection. 
You see, if I just would have taken, just taken the time. You see, um, um, in, in our situations and our trials and our, tri our tribulations, we, we, we end up in crazy situations. And what happens is we don't intend to put ourselves there. But a lot of times we just uh, do, uh, uh, let me say this, we step out on faith. Listen to this. Not faith in God, faith in ourselves. Huh. We try to figure things out on our own. We have realized, here's the thing. As we go from resurrection and as we begin to walk through the year, listen to this. We've realized the power of our resurrection. And we've heard the voice of Christ. See, that was the Easter message. And then we step over. And then last Sunday, we've heard the voice and the calling of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That was last Sunday's message. But this is what happens. We then begin to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. And in our, I'm going to make up a word, in our spirit ledness In our spirit ledness Yeah. Because you think the spirit is there, but the spirit is not there. We put ourselves in places that God never intended us to be. This is the situation with our scripture today. Now one thing, let me hit, let me hit, the, hit the pause button. You see, now the last time that where we, we were in the book of Psalms, I, I took the time to just share some things that I had learned. The last time we were here in Psalms, we, we talked about the fact that when you read the book of Psalms, anybody remember? Sometimes series of psalms are connected together. You might be reading four, but three and five are connected. We talked about that last time. want to share a different thing about psalms. One of the things that we can learn when you're reading psalms, like, for instance, when we read Corinthians, we can read what was going on in the church. And we have to go back and we have to study the history of what the people were doing. When we read Psalms, the way that we learn what's going on is we have to read about and understand what the writer was doing. Well, Pastor, who was the writer? I'm so glad you asked. The writer was David. David is the writer of Psalm 4. And when we read what David is talking about, these are things that we learn. Number one, we learn that he is in distress. When you go back and you read verse by verse, these are all the things David is saying to God. Now, there was a lot. See, David had a lot of drama going on in his life at this point. Uh, 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 David, David had a bunch of things going on. See, we can't figure out if he was in distress because he was being chased by Saul. Remembers who Saul was? Saul was the king, and David was the person that was coming up in the ranks. And, and Saul was jealous because people said to Saul, well, you've killed thousands, but David has killed tens of thousands. And, and Saul began to chase after David. David might have been stressed about that. Or David might have been stressed because his stepson, Absalom, was chasing down behind him. 
There was family drama going on and Absalom, his stepson, wanted him killed. I don't know what stress is going on in your life because we all have some types of drama that are going on but we learn from our scripture today that whatever is going on whether it's a family member that's chasing you whether it's financial situations that are chasing you God is still there to protect you God's presence is always with us and we can listen to this we can trust in God in every situation that we find ourselves what God has done in the past he will continue to do for you just because your present situation doesn't look good doesn't mean God has disappeared a lot of times we get so focused on what's happening now we forgot about all the stuff let me say it again we forget about all the stuff that God has done for us. Yeah. Pastor, why are you making all that noise? Because that's what it is. Oh, we find ourselves in one little bump in the road. We find ourselves in one little stressful situation. And we want to say, well, God, are you still here? God, are you still with us? God is like, well, did you forget I saved you from the drugs? God said, did you forget I saved you from that bad relationship? God said, did you, get, did you forget I saved you from that promotion on your job that you didn't even deserve? You kind of bent the truth on your resume anyway, but you still got the job. Did you forget that I've been with you all the way? Oh, my goodness. We take those little small situations and forget that God has been with us the whole time. Well, the first question is this. First question is this, does God hear us when we call? Yes. Amen. Mm. Let's think about that. Does God hear you when you call? Sister Abel was just talking earlier. Let me phrase it this way. I just want us to think about it. I'm not going to be long. I'm not going to be long. Uh -uh. Does God hear you when you pray? What are the parameters we use to determine if God hears our prayer? Just think about it. Verse 1 says this. Answer me when I call to you, my righteous God. Now, see, now this, this first verse, David was getting a little bit indignant with God. He, he was getting indignant. Now, now let's, just, let's just set this up here. Here, here. Let's set it up. You see, he's being chased by Saul. Or maybe he was being chased by Absalom. Or, or, or maybe he was going through uh, his stress uh, from the situation that he uh, uh, went through with Bathsheba. Uh, uh, we, we're not sure what was going on. But David, uh, uh, he, he finds himself there and he says, God, answer me when I call to you. David is calling out the God. But here's, listen, listen, listen to this. God is not giving him the answers that he wants to hear does god hear you when you call does god hear you when you pray? here's the thing we have to trust god in every situation we have to trust god because he's not answering us the way that we feel that we want we think he ain't there no more. 
We have to take action by, remember, here's the thing, I said this before. God has already done more for us than we deserve. God has already done more for us. Uh, uh, he's, he's already given us abundant blessings. God has woke us up every day. God has started us. God has given us the activity of our life. Did you forget that we're sinners? Uh, did you forget that we should all be burning in hell right now? And if it wasn't for God, sin, oh, come on now. God has already done more for us than we deserve. Every situation. And we can look in the past and we can see that, that God has already done more for us. Okay, Pastor, I get that. I get it. I get it. But, but look, I'm in trouble now. I, I got things going on. I'm crying out to God. God, God this is what we say. God, do you see what, what's happening in my job? God, do you see what's happening in my relationships? God, do you see what's happening in my family? But we look at our situation from a limited perspective. Listen to this. Just like when I was sitting, getting ready to go play football. When I looked out in that field, I just knew I wanted to hang with my homies. I, I, I knew, because y'all, I told y'all before, they always picked me last. Y'all remember I gave y'all that message, they picked me last. They were going to pick me last anyway, I, but I, I, I still wanted to be with my home. You see, you see, you see, I want, check this out, the God just give, see, I wanted to be, check this out, listen, I wanted to be with people that didn't want me with them. Listen, oh, listen, see, I, I wanted to be with people that didn't even want me around, and because I was following those people, uh, because I didn't get advice from my mama, now I got an allergic reaction that might devastate and take my life that's where we find ourselves we go under our guidance we go under our thinking instead of getting guidance from God we depend on ourselves and because of that we find ourselves where we're in danger we're lost and we find that we are affected but God is still protecting you. Whatever the situation, verse 3 says this, know that the Lord, listen to this, has set apart his faithful servant for himself. Now, we, we, we tie this back to last Sunday. I was talking about spiritual gifts. The spiritual gifts test is going to go out next week. I know y'all anxious, ready to take it. It's going to be on the messenger. You get in the text. You're going to say, Pastor, stop sending me this test now. Okay, but we'll talk about that next week. But listen to this. Listen to this. Know that the Lord has set apart his faithful servant for himself. Listen to this. While we are walking on this road, realize that God has called us each to a gifting and a place in his kingdom okay well why do you say that it is the job of the enemy to get us off that track okay and when we find ourselves in stress and strife and when we've made bad decisions realize see see the devil don't care nothing about your happiness what he's trying to do 
He's trying to get you off track. Go look at the scripture. Know that the Lord has set apart his faithful servant, us, for himself. Listen, God has set us apart to be in service to his kingdom. It is the job of the enemy to get you out of service for his kingdom. Listen, the devil is not breaking his neck to make you sad. He don't care about you being sad. The devil is trying to get you out of your game. He's trying to get you out of your game. Oh, the, and, and I get it. Things happen. But, but listen. But when we call on him, he does answer. But it might not be the way that we want to be. Whatever the situation, God has, listened to this, God has set you apart. He's anointed you. He's prepared you. He's exalted you. And he has promoted you. But remember this. It won't be for your desires or your glory. It will be for God's desires and God's glory. But here's the thing. In order for this to work, we have to be positioned and postured to be able to call on him, listen, and for him to hear. Let me say it again. We have to be positioned in the right place, postured with the right mindset to be able to call on him. Okay, so... I think y'all know I like tech stuff. I like tech stuff. People ask me all the time, hey, my car been paid off for a few years. And so people, my kids ask me, say, Daddy, when you going to get a new car? First day, you going to get a new car? I ain't getting no new car. My car paid for. I'm going to buy gadgets. I'm not a car person. I see all the little gray Toyota back there, Toyota Corolla, paid for. I can fill it up with $23.32 worth of gas, but who's counting? I don't want no car. Your pastor don't want no car. <clears throat> but if you took a survey of my tech items, you might start shaking your head. He don't need to go. Just talk to first lady. She'll tell you. And so what I, so, so what I did was, in, 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 in connection with my Amazon infatuation, was over at Best Buy. They got the little Alexa things on sale. They got little Alexa things on, on sale, Johnny. And I began to purchase little Alexa gadgets for the house. First day to come in, I'm sitting there. We sitting there eating, watching TV. We sitting there watching TV. I say, Alexa, turn on livery lamp. Boop. First day to sitting there eating. Oh, no, you didn't. I was like, sweet, it's just... And we weren't even using the lamp, uh, lamp Maldina. We didn't even turn the lamp on. Now I'm getting in trouble because I'm turning the lamp on. So I began to put... Uh, 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 Tracy, I was putting... Uh, I got, got one in my office. I even got one here in church, y'all. Y'all go ahead. One, one in my office. It's in, the, it's in my office. Y'all said I could have the office. Stop fussing. <clears throat> but I, I began to, to put Alexa's at different places in the houses and so I come down in the morning 
I'm walking. Alexa, start my day. And Alexa begins to read my accounts. I just, I start, listen to this. I start calling on Alexa all around the house. And guess what? Alexa's talking back to me. Alexa's talking, but, but he don't like to, uh, she don't like to talk to the first lady all the time. First lady starts talking to Alexa, uh, uh, and, and, and the first, don't say that. And she, y'all, first lady starts fussing with Alexa. You talk to my husband, why won't you talk to me? Because so, here's one thing, here, here's, uh, here's the first lesson. First lady won't talk to Alexa the right way. First lady was talking to Alexa with a little bit of attitude. First lady talked, talk, 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 see, 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 that's the first thing. When we talk to God. Oh, uh, you can't come to God with no attitude. Oh, uh, you can't come with the God just, 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 just demanding. Oh, uh, what, 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 what God's gonna do? So I got used to talking to Alexa. It was almost second nature I, because I have a little, uh, little shopping list. Alexa, do that, and I'm, and I'm talking. But one day, but, but one day, Eva, I walked out into the garage. And, and, and I'm putting some, tr some trash in, and I said, Alexa, blah, 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 and I realized Alexa didn't respond. Why? Well, I don't have an Alexa in the garage. So how can Alexa respond? If there's no Alexa in the garage. Alexa is not like God, obviously. And in that situation, I was not positioned and postured for Alexa to hear me. In other words, I was in a place where I was separated from Alexa. Okay, you see what I'm saying? I, I, I was separated from Alexa. And so how can I expect Alexa to hear me? Now granted, so, but some of y'all are saying, oh, well, well, ain't God everywhere, preacher? Uh, can't God? Well, but listen to this. Um, we expect God to respond when we are separated and not doing his will. We expect God to respond. Uh, uh, you see, see, here's the thing. We have to be positioned. In other words, uh, 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 I had to draw close to Alexa so Alexa can hear me. Uh, but listen, God always hears you, uh, but you're not going to get the answer that you want if you're not drawing close to him, if you're not postured to him. Uh, uh, we, we have to be able to remember. We've got to be the positioned and postured. We got to be in the right place. We have to be in the right mindset. Uh, we, have, we, have, we, we have to do all these things. And listen to this. Uh, see, see, here's what happens. The more you talk to Alexa, uh, they have this artificial intelligence in Alexa that allows Alexa to hear your voice and understand what you're saying. Because there's sometimes that there's some things I can say to Alexa, I'll, mis I'll mispronounce it. But because I've been talking to Alexa all the time, Alexa knows what I mean. Oh, all you got to do if you just take the time to talk to God every day, uh, take the time to get on your knees and pray. Oh, get some time. 
come on and show up at Bible study. We're going to start next month. Uh, a lot of times if we, we'll realize that we'll find that we have the will of God when we know the will of God. When we study his word, we'll find out that somehow our desires will look a lot like his. Yeah. If we just start, just say, let's just talk. Just talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Second question is, can we trust what God says? Can we trust what God says? I, I, I kind of I dabbled over here earlier. See, it says this, verse 5 says, Offer the sacrifices of the righteousness and trust in the Lord. Many, Lord, are asking, who will bring us prosperity? Let the light of your face shine on us. Can we trust God? Here's a question. What has God done for you in the past? I talked about that earlier. If things don't go your way, are you ready to be able to push through knowing that God has delivered you, that God continues to deliver you? So let's kind of put things in perspective. I said earlier that to understand the psalm, you have to understand the writer. Now, David is writing this after Saul begins to chase him, after Absalom begins to chase him, after he's gone through all that crazy drama with him and Bathsheba. And David says this, listen now, David, 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 David says this. David says, let me flip back so I can read it. He says, he questions and asks, God, do you hear me? David is making this question. David is the one that is showing that he might not be trusting God. Well, let me remind you of who David is. This is the same David that when he was a shepherd tending the sheep, a bear came to kill the sheep. God gave David the power and the strength to kill the bear. Well, that wasn't good enough. Uh -uh. Then the devil sent a lion to come kill the sheep. Oh, David was able to kill the lion. Come on, y'all. This is David. Now, listen. You got David killed the lion. Oh, but then... God sent Goliath. Uh, that was a, 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 big, a bigger thing. And, and, and God gave David the power to kill Goliath. And even after all that that God did, David finds himself in this situation and has the nerve enough to ask God, God, do you hear my prayer? What are the Goliaths in your life? What are the bears that are in your life? What are the lions in your life? Did you forget that God had delivered you from the past and he will still deliver you now? Yeah, yeah. So can you trust what God says? I say yes. Yeah. You can trust what God says. And because he is not answering you now, doesn't mean that uh, he won't answer you in the future.
God has it in control. We have to depend on him. We can depend on him for everything that we have. But then the final question that comes through. Will he see you through? Will he see you through? Verse 7. Fill my heart with joy when their gain and new wine abound. In peace, here we go. I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. So after David goes through all that drama, David finally gets his act together. David realizes that God will deliver him. God realized, David realizes that he can trust God. David realizes that God will bring him through. God already has, listen to this, he already has a plan to work out that problem that you are going through. God already has a solution. God already has things in place that will take the pain that you're feeling and wipe it away. Verse 7 says, fill my heart with joy when their grain and new wine abound. God's going to fill you with joy. God is going to continue to prosper you. And God's going to make it so that you, as the scripture says, that, that you can lie down in peace and rest. Well, I sat there in that emergency room, scared to death. I'm sitting back there with my mama. She, she doesn't fuss me out and then cry all my tears out. And, but but, but y'all still, where, where's the doctor? Doctor, am, am I going to die? I'm, you know, I, I was worried. But we, we, you know how you, you, sit in, you sit in emergency rooms forever. You hear people all around you crying. What work, so I didn't know what was, what was going on. Doctor came in a third time. Looked at me. I'm like, bro, what's stop? What are you looking at me for? Just keep... He was looking at me, looking at me. And so by this time, my mother started to get upset. My, mo my mother started to, 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 to get, get upset. And so the doctor comes in a fourth, and what I'm going to say, the final time. And my mother looks up at him and says, are you going to treat my son, or are you just going to keep coming in here and looking at him? And in his most respectful response, this is what he said. Doctor says this. When your son came in, when you all came in, I, I went and I pulled his medical record. And when, when I pulled the, the medical record, um, I, I, I saw where after he got his allergy diagnosis that you put him on a regimen of getting allergy shots let me tell you, let me explain what's going on after they gave me the allergy diagnosis back then I don't know if they still do it you then have to go for weekly or bi-weekly shots and we had to ride 20 miles every other Saturday. And I would go, i get two shots in this arm, two shots. And every week, get every other week, oh, we ride now. See, my mother would, 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 you know, she would bribe me with food. Y'all know that wasn't very hard. 
go to get the allergy shots, I'm going to take to you McDonald's, McDonald's. Take, you know. So I was happy. Mom, dude, is, this, is this allergy shot week? Is this the week? <laughs> I get but, but doctor said this. I saw where, listen to this, you were faithfully getting your allergy shots. You were, I, I looked at the record, you all had missed a Saturday for the past uh, uh, a few months. You were going to get your treatment. And the doctor said this, when you showed up, the reason I was watching you and the reason that I didn't treat you was because you already had the treatment in your system. You already had the cure in your system. You already had everything in your system. And all I had to do was sit there and watch you until the treatment kicked in. The doctor was watching me. And then by the time he came back, I realized that the redness started going away. I realized that the watering started going away. I, I realized that, that I was really getting better. Listen to this. In the situation that you find yourselves in, God has already given you Jesus and his blood and his Holy Spirit. And, and when you think that he's not responding to you, he's just watching until the blood of Jesus uh, begins to show himself in your life. He's just sitting there watching you, waiting for you to get on your knees and pray. He's sitting there watching you and waiting for you to get in his work. He's already given you the cure. But we just have to wait. Wait for it to kick in. God knows what you're going through. God knows that, 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 that you're in the situation. But he's already given you what you need. Because he's given you Jesus. And the people of God said, amen. Amen, amen. So for those that are listening at this time, Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about our church and ministries, please visit our website at www.metroumcindianhead.com. Until next time, peace and blessings.